Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 22 of Consignment Chats. Today, we're going to talk about moving your consignment from storefront to online. So since we started this um, endeavor as Consignment Chats, we have, I guess, consistently received questions about this process. And lucky us, we've got Libby, who's actually done this very thing. So she's got a lot of advice for us to help you transition your business from storefront brick and mortar to a fully online business. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Yeah, I'm just really excited because I, I think this is going to be great because we get this question quite often, um, especially in the wake of the pandemic. Um, you know, people were struggling, people were questioning whether, you know, having a storefront was the right move for them. They want to transition online. And uh, so the fact that we're able to address that today is is really exciting. And hopefully it'll, you know, touch a lot of people and um, feel free to drop any, anything in the comments that you think may be helpful, um, or feel free to reach out to us um, as you listen to this. Absolutely. So, yeah. So I'm going to tell you guys. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Molly. I was just going to say, so you made this transition yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'd love to say I was part of it, but I wasn't because I left right as you were. I mean, I was part of it, but not when you had made the actual transition. But right. Um, okay. How long ago was that, that you made that transition? So it was six, six years ago, six years ago. So it was, well, you know, before um, pandemic, the pandemic or anything like that, um, I made the transition for other reasons. And um, as some of you know, I thought that transition was going to be temporary. So I didn't own the building I was in and um, I had a difficult, let's say a difficult landlady situation. Um, and after three years, I decided, all right, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy my own property so I don't have to deal with, you know, somebody else <laughs> and be at their, what would you say, at their mercy almost. Yes. So um, we transitioned to all online and we thought it was temporary. And after going through the process, uh, certainly learned a lot. But the number one thing I learned was I didn't need a storefront. I didn't need to go back to having the storefront and the overhead. And I was much more mobile. So it was just very exciting. I was able to be there. You know, when my kids needed me, I didn't need to be at the storefront at certain times. And um, I did end up getting a property that was commercial, but I've never used it. So, <laughs> or built the store. It's just a piece of land right now. Uh, so, oh, I didn't know that. And I don't know that I ever will. I don't know that I ever will. This is just, huh. I really like it that much. And I hope other people have the same experience. So what I'm going to talk about today is kind of how to make that transition, what I've learned from making that transition, um, and how you might do things going forward. And certainly the ladies are going to have a lot to say about how to do things when you have an online store and uh, set up that consignment process. All right. So we ready? I think so. Yeah. I want to hear All right. It. Number one, I want to say the most important thing about this is going to be your attitude, keeping it positive and the wording, the verbiage you definitely want to use is not, we are never say 
we are closing our storefront. Just avoid the word closing because it does have negative connotations. I would definitely say anything you put out there, anything you broadcast when you're speaking to someone, you would say we are moving our storefront online. Never use the word closing. Mm-hmm. Um, Very smart. Yeah, just just avoid that. And, um, you know, we're moving online, we're transitioning to online. I like moving because I think it just, it gives almost a positive, a positive spin on it. Like you're upgrading or you're, you're moving. (laughs) Right. You're moving. So yeah, I mean, I like that. I thought that was very successful and it kind of stops the, the rumor mill. Right. And there's another point I want to make with this. So um, you know, the word closing would scare people, scares people. Oh, it would cause panic. Yeah. Yeah. It causes panic for sure. Because you think about, you have your consigners that have maybe have inventory with you right now. You may have, they may have a balance on their account. They may have store credit. Um, when you use the word closing, it brings up all these, you know, issues. So, um, what I recommend when you, decide to move to online and you get all your terminology, you broadcast it, uh, you put it out on your social media, any avenue you have um, with your consigners. Uh, Tiffany said your email list, anything like that, you put together a format that says you're moving to online, um, make it very clear. I think it is absolutely best to pay out any existing consigners, even though you're just moving to clear the books. And I, I think it probably will avoid any rumors of like you closing up shop if somebody walks up to the door and um, they don't know how to, you know, get their money or. um, Yeah, that's the last thing you want is for somebody to go around the community saying she closed the business and owes me money, you know. Yeah. And we've seen this happen. We've seen this happen with um, actually two consignment stores in our area that had closed and the rumor mill just. It was out of control, right, Molly? Yes, and it wasn't true. It, it wasn't just true. wasn't true, but it made the business look bad, but that was not what they were doing. Um, yeah, it's tough. So I think your idea of taking care of that right off the bat so that mm-hmm. people don't go in a panic to say, you know, she's got my money. There's money. They've got my money. Um, if you take care of that right off the bat. Now, would you suggest taking care of that as you announce it? or right before you announce it? Like, I'm trying to think of timing on that. You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I kind of did it all at once. So like, I'm transitioning to online. I'll be doing, Mm -hmm. you know, clearing out accounts this week so that you're up to date, you know, as we move, as we move um, to this new platform. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That's what I wasn't sure if you did that like the week before and then it announced to everybody or. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. So like, yeah, the week before, like you put out on social media, you know, if you're consigning with us, we are moving online. If you'd like to come in and pick up your payout, but we will be, if you don't come in and pick it up or you want us to send it to you, we will automatically be sending, I think the date was like August 4th or something like that. Okay. We will automatically be sending out checks to all consigners on August 4th. But if you'd like to come in before that, you know, feel free. We're here. Gotcha. And also when you contact those consigners or you put that out to your email list, um, it also gives you a good vehicle to explain what's happening, right? To explain the move, to explain your new, how you're going to do business in a new way. 
So I would all, I would use that kind of as a two for one, like, you know, address the, the money, address the, the other thing you have to address with your consigners is inventory, depending on what your situation is. If you have things that are mid, maybe the consignment period's not over, you need to give some thought to that. Will you have a pickup time? Will items be donated? Will they just be transitioned to your online store? That's kind of a, a personal situation, depending on your contract and, and everything. I was going to say, typically that's already written up in a contract anyway, correct? It is. It okay. is. I'm just thinking like if somebody had a 60 day consignment period and they were transitioning to online with some of those consigners at the end of 30 days, you know, just, just to let them know you're still honoring that contract. Right. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. okay. that makes sense. Yeah. So um, uh, I had a question pop up and I just lost ah. it. I lost it. All right, keep talking. Maybe it'll come You'll think back. of it. You'll think of it. Yeah. Um, broad, you know, broadcast, like we said, anywhere, any, you know, any which way you can, that you're moving to an online format. Um, you have your plan for your consigners. And the next thing you really need to get a handle on, and a lot of people already have this set up, is what platform are you going to sell on? What is your online store going to look like? Is it already you know, is it already set up and you can show people, you can link up to that when you send your consigners an email and say, you know, this is, this is how we're selling. So we do have an episode, I think it's episode six on selling platforms. Uh -huh. Tiffany, no. <laughs> Tiffany said we have an no. episode on selling oh, platforms. Because no. um, six and nine were terms of consignment. Five okay. was selling platforms. Five. five. Okay. Episode five, um, we do address selling platforms. And we go over different um, different avenues that may work for you. You may have this set up already, but I and would I was recommend just say, yeah. something I'm thinking about. Like, I think it would make sense. I mean, sometimes these things happen and you do them right away. But mm -hmm. I would think that the smoothest transition to be had would be if you're contemplating this transition to go mm -hmm. ahead and set up the online before you ever get to the point of transitioning, because then you have it to show because there is a lot of trust and confidence. Like I know when you had the storefront, we already had the online business. They were watching me, you know, post pictures of our boxes shipping out and people would come in and go, Oh, where's yeah. that going? It's going to Japan. Oh, that's so cool. From Conchak to Japan, you know? Yeah. Um, so people already saw that we did a big business online. And mm -hmm. so that transition that you made, the trust was built in many already because we had built that online store. So I think yeah. if it's something you're contemplating, um, it might, you know, unless time is a huge factor for you, mm -hmm. um, I think it would behoove you to start online ASAP, get yeah. your people knowing that. And that way, when you transition, they feel comfort in that. So it's, yeah. if it's even an inkling of something you're thinking about, yeah, yeah, I would recommend. And I, in episode 24, we're on 20, this is 22 on episode 24, we're going to talk about kind of that hybrid um, type business where you have an online and a storefront and how to manage that. So that will be coming as well. But um, yeah, so if you're online, I think Molly has an excellent point. Make it very visible to your foot traffic. Make it very visible to your customers. You know, uh, talk it up, you know, just say we have a great online business, you know, make it very visible. Maybe the packages in the front of the store, 
you know, whatever. Yeah, that's what we did all the time. And people loved it. I mean, remember, they would come in at one point, we were going to do the map because people would come in and go, where's that going? Where's the farthest? Oh, yeah. Where, you know, and it got to be very interesting to a lot of them. And Mm -hmm. especially some of them, like Tiffany was talking about the shoes she sold and how the consigner, it was exciting to tell the consigner this specific pair of shoes might actually be in a movie, right? Well, it's that same kind of thing. Consigners, it was fun for them to think, my piece went where, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they always did, but some were interested and would ask, where did that wind up? You know, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. well, it shipped to Ireland, you know, and, and it, uh-huh. I think that that helps build, like I say, that trust. The mm-hmm. trust is important when you're doing some kind of a transition like that. And the other thing I'm going to throw in there that is uber important, and I use this parenting also, um, less now that he's 20, but more so when he was younger, disappointing things happen in life. Things don't work out your way and it stinks. But it's all about as a parent, as a teacher, as a business owner, it's all about what type of bow you put on that package. Mm -hmm. So you can either present it in a very negative way, or you can present it as Libby was saying, using positive terminology. If you're excited and positive about it and you're got all these reasons as to why you're moving it into an online and the benefits for you and your family and how awesome it's going to be, if you package it with that bow, right? the majority of your people are following loving the sparkle in that bow. Yeah, absolutely. Like as a, as an example of that, like when I had, you know, issues with my landlady, um, my consigners never knew that my consigners never. never knew that we never talked about that. We never talked about that as the reason for moving. We, you know, it just wasn't professional. It wasn't, it wasn't necessary for the consigner to know that I'm telling you guys here, cause that this is real. This is the real story. Right, right. Um, but that was totally trans, you know, that, that was not presented. And I did not talk about that at all. No. So keep it exciting. I mean, because it is exciting. And that's the part you want to make sure they hear the benefits and the excitement and how wonderful this is. So yeah, I'll throw that in, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I love that. I think that is really, really good. I mean, you can really, that the way you present it really does affect people. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, oh, well, I have to shut the store and so I guess I'll move it online. You know, I mean, you, you totally have to be. Um, positive, like Molly said, and just like, I mean, that will totally affect how people hear it, hear the information, Mm -hmm. how they take it. Yeah. Like for us. Okay. So we went from like the things we would sell in the storefront, they would have a a limited audience, right? Traffic. So, and all of a sudden, like it was an honor. I remember this, like for people to have their stuff online, you know, when they would bring stuff online, they would be like, you know, is this going to be online? Is this going to be on your website? Like it was an honor to have that. It was. Um, yeah. yeah. We even had the special shelves that we put behind my desk, remember, mm-hmm. in the doorfront. And so things that were online would get displayed on these shelves mm-hmm. and they would come in and get excited if one of their items was on that shelf because that meant it was yeah. you know, on the online store, too. Right. And so. getting out to like, what, 100 million, 100 million buyers at that right? point. Right. Yeah. So it's definitely, a, it's definitely a positive, definitely yeah. positive for sure. Yeah. Um, so the next thing you kind of have to think of, you should think about ahead of time you have, you know, you have, you know, platform you're going to be selling on, you know, you know, you've told your consigners that what is your pickup and drop off going to be like, 
because that is that is going to change and that's going to change significantly. And um, you can watch our videos on how Tiffany did a great quick chat um, where she had a consignment appointment. She kind of went through that. Uh, I'll tell you how I do mine and then the ladies can tell you how they do theirs. So um, since the, I used to go pick up, I would pick up, I would have my consigners have things ready and I would pick up within a certain, you know, mile radius. Um, right now, since the pandemic, we do all contactless and I think I'm probably going to just stay that way. Um, so people bring this stuff to us, they drop it off in labeled boxes, bags. Um, we do a wide variety of items, so it just depends on what they are. Um, they make an appointment to drop off. They drop it off contactlessly, um, either in my barn, I'll open the door or on my side porch and everything needs to be labeled. So that works great. Now, processing wise, so I have an agreement with my consigners. If they have a doubt about an item, um, they let me know about it ahead of time. Otherwise we go with the agreement. I go through, I go through everything. If I can sell it, I'll sell it. If it needs to be donated, I'll donate it. If it needs to be disposed of, I'll dispose of it. So we have that trust and that agreement that they trust me to go through their items and they do that. So it's a little bit different than having in like an intake area where, you know, you can hand that item back to somebody. Now you can have people pick up their items. It just adds an extra, you know, level of time and processing. Right. But that's how I personally do it. Right. And how about you guys? Well, I'm going to quick jump in because I'm pretty much right in line with where you are. I mean, mm -hmm. I do work for you, <laughs> but that's, I do. I'm right in line with the same, same mm -hmm. system. Sometimes wow. I will meet halfway, but lately with the pandemic and I'm home 24 seven. So it's just easy for drop off, you know, it's yeah. just easy, but um, I do have a couple of consigners that live out of town. So if mm -hmm. that happens, I will do a meetup with somebody um, mm -hmm. if I need to, but that's where I am. So. Yeah. And out of town people, you can actually have ship you their stuff. Yes. Easily. Yes. For yeah. the further out of town. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Tiffany, how about you? So mine, um, well, like I don't have any consigners that are strangers. <laughs> They're all people I know, or, or even sometimes I have um, friends of a friend. Mm -hmm. um, and so everything, almost everything gets brought to my house. Um, I do have a situation where I have a coworker. I work at an office one day a week and I have a coworker there who gave me stuff on Wednesday when I was at the office and she just put it in my car when she pulled up next to my car and just put it in my car. And when I was up in the office and, um, so, you know, but most of the stuff just gets brought and it gets taken directly to my shed and I will go look at it later. I don't look at it while they're here. I don't have time. Right. Uh, I'm, I have a backlog and they know that, so they will wait their turn. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And um, so I just, uh, sometimes Lori will come over, my friend who helps me with the store and we'll all go through it together. Uh, when it's a big, big one, you know, I like to sort it out with her and then we sort it into piles, like, you know, all the purses, all the shoes, all the clothes, you know, we kind of organize it that way. So right. mm -hmm. like yeah, Good. I think that is really Really cool. So like, all right. So if you have something that you can't consign, generally, what do you, how do you deal with that? Like oh, I donate or dispose of it. And yeah, I do that. I mean, I make that decision. Okay. I have a big bin, um, a box in my shed that has donations written on it. And I put stuff in there. And when it fills up, I take it and put a new box down and, mm -hmm. um, 
And if it's, you know, I rarely get something that has to be disposed of, but if I do, I'll, I'll take care. I'll do that too. Yeah. Yeah. And I do the same on my end. I make it very clear with consigners. And I think this is how I feel being, I can, I don't know why I feel I can be more selective being online at home. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do make it very clear that, you know, if they're going to consign with me, there's a trust there that when you drop your stuff off, you got to trust that if I end up donating it, there's a reason. So I'm not going to get into giving stuff back because it just gets too difficult. I've already got two piles that I saw, well, three piles, the keep, the donate and the, oh, that had a big hole in it. Oops. You know, right. (laughs) that's going to be somebody's white rag, but um, you know, I think you just have to be again, confident and clear in those parameters. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you have, I know we did like, when you go from um, online, from storefront into online, one of the nice things about that is you can change. And we've talked about this in other episodes, what you're willing to accept. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about when we were storefront only, we were very seasonal in what we accepted. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so those are some things that can change. Yeah. I mean, going online, and this is great with putting a positive spin on things, you know, say to people, I know when we were in the storefront, we were only eight, able to accept certain things at certain times, but being online, we can accept all seasons. There are items I can take being online now that I would never have taken in the storefront because they wouldn't display nicely, even though they're a great resale item. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a lot of business equipment. I'm just trying to think of like what those things would be. Maybe like um, light bulbs. I'm so light bulbs. Light bulbs. (laughs) (laughs) Light bulbs, maybe some, you know, hardware or tools or things like that, that have great resale value um, that people can now consign with me that they they couldn't if we it were just work. Yeah, I actually I have an example right here. Yeah, this is like such a niche thing. Like, but it came in my last consignment, and it says "tool for radio removal from a Ford Lincoln Mercury, 1988 and up." <laughs> there you go. I mean, this will sell on eBay, but you couldn't wouldn't plan to put this in your. We never platform. take it in the storefront. No, no. right. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> And I think our episode on online versus storefront also would be helpful for somebody making that transition to kind of see what absolutely what benefits or what drawbacks are to with each one. I think it would give somebody a pretty good perspective. So maybe check that out um, if you're making this transition. And um, absolutely. Yeah. So I, I mean, the main point is be positive about it. This can be a really positive move. And there's a lot of really incredible things about it. Um, I know it's hard. I know it probably doesn't feel good. Like there were sad moments when I closed my store, like absolutely. Like any kind of move or transition in life, it can be very emotional, you know, especially into something that you've invested so much time and energy into. Sure. Um, but, you know, if you're moving to that next step, it can definitely be a positive thing. I'm not saying it's all, you know, <laughs> you're going to go through those moments that are, that are a little, um, little heartbreaking, little devastating, but it can absolutely be done. And I think you will come out the other side. Absolutely thrilled. Yeah. So she speaks from experience. Yeah. 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 And then you can make your own hours. Yeah. Yeah. You can work 24 seven. <laughs> last night, Libby, you said to me, who doesn't love that I get to wake up every day at my house and work with my best friend doing what I love, you I know, know. I, mean, I, I do. do every day. Like it's just, 
you know, yeah. it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Truly blessed. Truly blessed. Well, thanks for sharing your expertise on that. And I'm hoping that this episode helps a lot of people out who are contemplating this transition. So yeah, I'd be thrilled if we can help. Thrilled. All right. Well, I think we need to head over and uh, look at what's happening in our community. So okay. we can about that. So what's happening in our community? I think Libby's taking this one. <laughs> Oh, okay. I thought you were. My bad. All right. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was we got a really cool comment uh, from Paula on one of our videos, and it was about the Sarah Marshall one we did with uh, Sarah Marshall. And uh, Sarah Marshall talked a lot about, um, well, she touched on retention, customer retention, and how um, our mindset is generally to you know, bring more people in, bring more people in, bring more people in. And perhaps it is better to work on retaining the customers we have and really maximizing the potential there. So uh, that spoke to Paulus because she gave us a shout out on YouTube. And, but it also spoke to me. It really, um, it really made me start to change the focus in my business to more, um, you know, creating more of a community, you know, pulling people back in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it affected Tiffany because she put in our bingo challenge um, to contact past consigners as one of our little blocks. Which was so, brilliant. Very <laughs> smart. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it just spoke a lot, like, and then, you know, about what's important and the potential there and the changes we can make. So I was just super excited about that, that somebody had spoke to somebody else the same way it spoke to me. Um, Awesome. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to mention in our community is our hashtag CC success. Um, We've been seeing some things pop up. If you you check uh, our Instagram, we put in stories, if you use hashtag CC success, Uh, We will shout out your business and we will show people what you are doing. So some of the things that we've had um, and shared in our story, uh, Emily, she's one of our community members. She has been sharing her journey as she opens up her workspace and studio and just some really cool inventory and some really cool pictures. So it's fun to follow that journey. Her, Her place looks so adorable. I love what she's doing in there. Yeah. And maybe yeah. adorable is not the right word. I mean, sassy, like just it's, it's elegant. Chic. It's elegant. She, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and um, her business is syllabi, syllabi, syllabi. Yeah, S I L I B I B I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so check it out or check out our stories to see on Instagram uh, what she's been up to. And oh, the stories are on Facebook too, actually, on our C Chance page. Um, so I've noticed a couple of people spelled it wrong, including myself, CC Success. So Molly, come on, do the cheer for you us. You want my S-U-C-C-E-S-S. That's how you have to spell it. That's the way we spell success. <laughs> for some reason, people want to leave out one of those C's in the middle, and I've done it. I've done it, and I, I don't know why. It's I guess it's a common misspelling. Uh, yeah. So just wanted to say that. And the other thing we've been throwing up there is... Um, what sold Wednesdays. We love to see what you guys are up to for the week and what sells during the week and show the sales Saturday. So if you do any of those, make sure you hashtag CC success so we can give you a shout out. And uh, we just love to celebrate success. 
-hmm. any great ideas you have, things that you did. I mean, it can be anything. It can be anything. The possibilities Uh, are endless. The possibilities of what we consider success are endless. To me, success is getting up when my alarm goes off. Y'all want to, do y'all want a picture of that? (laughs) (laughs) Pass. (laughs) <laughs> you can be like, I'm going to do a feedback Friday today. We're showing some feedback, you know, that I've gotten some, you know, so if you have great feedback from customers to share, then, you know, oh, you better hashtag CC success that. Oh my no. gosh. I did one this morning and I didn't CC success it. Oh man. I'm going to go in and edit that. <laughs> okay. Oops. Y'all I, bad. Uh, yeah, I, I love that. I love doing that occasionally. So I was doing the feedback Friday and I was filling it out and I was like getting, um, you know, just reading it again, just gets you excited and like makes you feel good. And like, you're, oh, I'm accomplishing something. I really am. <laughs> yeah. And now that eBay expanded the character, what is it up to 500 characters people can leave in their feedback? Yeah. I've been getting some pretty wild feedback. Like It gets a little writing, more like, personal. Yeah. It makes it more yeah. personal, which I yeah. love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been been kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Good <laughs> stuff. So guys, if y'all like hanging out with us, us girls who wouldn't, I mean, come on now, please make sure you hit subscribe, touch that little bell, ding that little bell. Yeah. So you get notifications. <laughs> if you're listening to us on podcast, you know, subscribe, make sure you leave us a review. We love reviews. We love comments. We live for them. We enjoy them. We get so excited. Oh, we yeah. feel like we really get to connect with our listeners when we get those. So make like sure I said, the feedback, the feedback's good. Feedback oh, is yeah. always good. <laughs> suggestions. We love suggestions. I mean, mm-hmm. this episode today come, came off of a lot of people consistently mm-hmm. asking. So throw those suggestions out there. Things you want to know more about. Because um, we're things you're struggling with. Help. Things you're yeah. struggling with. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're doing it. But sometimes we need some help. So give us some suggestions. We like it. We like feedback. Listen, we'll never stop talking. There's always going to be something for us to talk about. But (laughs) we want you to feel a part of it, too. So Mm -hmm. throw that out there. So, ladies. And join our Facebook group. Join our Facebook group. All right. Until next week, friends. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany. The Ladies of Consignment Chats, as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find Consignment Chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.